0: Oh, Preston, you don't even have Siri, do you? I have something better. Does 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 uh do Android phones even have of like course. a like a character like Siri? No, we don't need Siri. Yeah, so you don't it. you don't even have anyone that does what mine does. Siri's <laughs> garbage. L- listeners, you need to know that Preston for years and years, even when he was working with me at the restaurant, I think that's the only time you ever actually had an, an iPhone, right? Because I, I let you have one as kind of like a I, like a work perk. I had one before that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, listeners, we won't bore you with uh, all of the <clears throat> back and forth that Preston and I usually do, having to do with like iPhones versus Android. But just know, iPhones are better. <laughs> and I don't even think I have to tell you because probably ninety percent of you guys have iPhones, anyways. You guys are all sheep. <laughs> I mean, we, we have Siri and you have some nameless Follow robotic voice that doesn't even have a <laughs> presence. I love my Android. I, I have a Pixel, so I've got the, <coughs> the genuine article. As I opposed to as opposed to what? So what's what's like a fake fake well, Android phone? Pixels made by Google and Google right. owns Android, right? Okay, so it's it's like you know you have Samsung, you've right. got you know these other brands. So so if you have a Google phone, that makes you like a legit right. Android right, right, owner. Right. I'm an Android-arian. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're uh, it's deep in SD. Justin here. I'm Preston, and we are. Almost to Thanksgiving. So So that's going to be coming up soon. My introduction sounded very like radio like. (laughs) It was, it was pretty (laughs) good. It was pretty good. That's just so you guys know, because I think if if you've been following the podcast, you've probably heard what, how many do we have now? Eight episodes? Eight in the books. Yeah. So you have, so you've heard eight episodes of Preston's normal voice Mm -hmm. and you can see the evolution of it. Now it's becoming a radio voice. And so I'm thinking that's right. That in about two or three more episodes, we're going to start getting Ryan Seacrest out of him. I hope what so. What do you think? I hope so. <laughs> to, so, to, let's touch on that for a minute. So, I... I um, but We're not going to touch on Ryan Seacrest. No. We <laughs> <Please>, do <laughs> no, <have> to. Please. <laughs> I don't want to spend any of my time on that guy. At least not in my presence. But anyway, so... Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, all my life, I've been told that um I don't enunciate well. Um, In fact, I had I a... I think you do enunciate well. I don't, I don't think so. And, and in fact, I had a... Uh, uh, a review at work and they wanted me to start doing more client-facing stuff. And my boss is like, but you got to kind of work areas, on the areas initiation. for improvement. Right, right, right. Um, and w- what do I attribute that to? So I in third grade, I believe, I got braces. Um, okay. And I think that I was trying to hide my teeth with my lips. And so I wouldn't open my mouth much. And I, I and think now you now you've replaced your teeth with a beard. or your your or lips beard. with a beard. Right, <laughs> so right, you right. Still hide your right. teeth cuz I don't know what your teeth look like. Yeah, well, they look pretty good. My, my parents spent a fortune on them. You know that, right? Like yeah. like every time someone says they have braces, the first thing you do is like immediately stare at their teeth. Right, right. <laughs> but anyways, go on. Uh, so I so my whole life I've had issues with enunciation, okay? Um so Due to the constructive criticism that my manager gave me, um, I actually found some videos on YouTube with this whole, this like little script that you read that just, that works on specific sounds, on specific um, letters. And so So what are some of these words? I got to hear it. Um, I mean, it's like, and so I have this thing in Google Keep, which is a Google app, by the way. I didn't say I don't like Google. What I said is that I don't like Android phones. Um, And so this thing reminds me every morning at 6.30, because I get up at 6, and I work at 7. So one of the things is to to sit in solemn silence in a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock. And that works on S's, (laughs) P's, C's, B's, and D's. And even like the guy with the video is like, this is not this isn't going to make sense, but just read it, you know. So, okay. anyways, it's okay. things like that. <clears throat> I don't know i I've known you for over a decade, and I have never ever thought that you don't enunciate your words. I've never not understood what you said. The only thing is that I think sometimes you're you're kind of low key, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, low key, and and sometimes I think you're very deliberate with your words. So. You know, you don't just let anything come out of your mouth, and so sometimes it takes you a little bit of time in between, you know, thoughts, yeah, uh, to get it out. But I think aside from that, I've never thought anything. So, you can tell your boss that, you know, your friend, yeah, things that he should just shove it. I've got 13 listeners that think otherwise, subscribers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Tell them. Just say, just say, you know what? These people think that I enunciate, fine. By the way, we checked the the analytics on the podcast, and we've got 13 people that subscribe, so thank you. You know, so privately, when Preston and I are sitting and looking at these analytics, we feel pride. But when you say it right now, and I know that can we vocalize that, it, that I know that the the thousands of listeners that we have or don't have that <laughs> that they that they would realize that we only have thirteen. <laughs> that seems kind of like a joke. We can we can make a baseball team. How about that? But the but the funny thing is that everyone starts like this, sure, right? I mean, sure. granted. A lot of the podcasts go from thirteen to a thousand overnight. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. we are not gonna be like that. But you know what, we're having a good time, so like Rogan, our star is rising. Yes. We'll take it. All right, I'll take it. As you alluded to earlier, did you mention earlier it was Thanksgiving tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, so this is this is the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. We are here in the old library and um I was a little under the wet we we managed we wanted to get together last week, but um, I got sick, some weird respiratory thing, like a week and a half ago on mm-hmm. Sunday. <clears throat> it wasn't like a full on. Uh, that was just coughing, but I might later. Um, I <laughs> uh, no, I was giving an example of what present sounded like. <laughs> exactly. Um, it was it was a weird. It wasn't like a full on sickness. No, no fever. No typical stuff. I mean, I get congested and and I get allergies and stuff at night, anyways. So it kinda of felt like that, but it was just oh uh, it was just like um it just had this weird like tightness in my chest and this weird cough and like I couldn't talk like this without coughing. So um I still got a little bit of a little bit of congestion just um it's it's nighttime and I just whatever. So if I clear my throat every now and then I apologize. If my voice sounds a little raspy, I apologize. If um, you pass out anytime pass soon, out, right. you apologize. Yeah, yeah. No, so. so so I think what listeners need to know is that Preston, he prides himself, I think, on protecting himself from getting sick. So the difference between Preston and me is that I have three kids. And so to me, sickness is just a normal everyday thing. You know, if it's not me, it's my wife. Well, actually, it's usually not my wife. It's either me or one of the three kids. Mm. And so for me, it's not a big deal. I, I, I mean, I think even before I had kids, I was not, you know, like not very cautious about that stuff. Preston on the other hand he likes to pride himself on the fact that he doesn't get sick and that he does all the things that he needs to do to stay away from sickness and I think he just actually doesn't like to be around sick people and germs and all of that kind of stuff well <laughs> which which I mean I'm sure there are a lot of you out there no that one likes are like being that sick too. no one likes to be sick but you know most people I think think that everyday life has to be lived a certain way and you can't run from all the things that might cause some of these things. But anyways, my point is this, is that I think that because you pride yourself on that, you don't like to admit when you get sick. And so last week when Preston told me that he couldn't get together to do an episode, Mm -hmm. he said it was an allergy thing. But at, now, at, now, one week later, it is. It, it, he still didn't actually. I don't think you he, he used the word sick or cold or. At that time, <laughs> I was still under the impression that this was major. Allergies. Denial. <laughs> That's what I say. Denial. I don't, I don't touch doorknobs or door handles. See, in this public. is what I'm talking about. You're the guy. You're the in guy. Public. That, you're the guy that, that they built those like arm things yes, on the inside you. of the bathroom. Yeah. Like, why? Even better is the, the foot one. jeez. Uh, <sighs> I Look, people are nasty. People are gross. People have pussy, boogery, disgusting stuff that they dig their fingers in. And when you go to 7-Eleven and some guy... Some bum on the corner. Okay, just been why digging his ass. are you at Seven Eleven that often? that you have to worry about? That? Have you had the taquitos? Come on, oh, here we go. Here we go. Preston has this list of things that he that he said that I need to try. Not necessarily for Thanksgiving, right. but just in general, taquitos <laughs> is on there. Uh, what are those those hash browns that you told me that I need to hash browns? Yeah, the hash browns, the no. instant hash browns that you told me that I have to. Oh, have to in the de- carton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dehydrated hash hash browns in the uh, carton. Listeners, I want you to see the trend here. They're Delicious. Okay, taquitos from Seven yeah. Eleven, hash browns from a box. I'm the epitome of fitness. <clears throat> what else? What else? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not the fitness. It's just the. Yeah, maybe it is the fitness. Yeah. Geez. Um. But anyways, uh, you know, as as you listen episode after episode, I think that all these things are going to kind of come out and paint and you, this picture exactly. And you are going to agree with me that Preston <laughs> but, is someone who does not like to be sick and does not like to admit that he is sick. Right. Right. But uh, no, you, I'll admit but let's, that I'm but let, sick. But let's just say you were sick. You were I'll sick admit last year, right? sick. Okay, okay, all right. So, listeners, he's sick in the head. Anyway, so, uh, on that topic, well, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, <laughs> on we'll, the we'll topic of being sick. in no, the No, head. no, 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 no. We'll, we'll get there. Um, so, Thanksgiving tomorrow, um, we were gonna possibly not meet tonight because you might have gone up north. Yeah. So to LA. yeah. So we're going up to uh, my wife's parents' place and they live in the valley in LA and we we're down here in San Diego, obviously. So, you know, Thanksgiving can be kind of pretty hectic and, and and chaotic and horrible. And that's just before I actually leave the house. Trying to get the kids ready. Oh, you mean here? Okay, got (laughs) it. it. (laughs) But then it becomes, you know, sort of unbearable at times because we have to sit in traffic for a long time. If we go on Thanksgiving Day and you know three kids in the car, like they sometimes they handle it like champs, and sometimes you know they're complaining every like five minutes, wondering if we're any closer there. What what part of LA? You don't have Uh, to get like neighborhood grade. uh, Um, so so the Valley, I guess, which is uh, I don't even like people refer to it as the Valley. I think that that encompasses like three or four different areas maybe five areas in there um so her parents live kind of closer to sherman oaks okay uh, which is all the way up to 405 right 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 like maybe half an hour north of lax Mm -hmm. okay so anyway so what preston was saying is that i I was possibly not going to record tonight uh, because i was going to try to beat the traffic tomorrow by leaving tonight but i decided i want to see my buddy no, oh, so, hey, I appreciate it. And, and I wanted to produce something for all you listeners. Are you thirteen listeners That's out there? That's right, you special little thirteen. You exactly. So, uh, are you getting an early start tomorrow? Uh, no, we're not going to get an early start. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so you're just totally out the window. <laughs> Screw it. Well, one is that uh, I think that it's going to be like a mid mid to late afternoon Thanksgiving meal, uh, so we don't necessarily have to rush to get there. Um And I'm trying to remember. There's something that Steph needs to do, and she specifically said, "We don't need to leave early tomorrow, right?" Okay. (laughs) Well, and I said, "Right." The boss has spoken. So I I didn't know if that was a question that she was giving me, or a declaration, or (laughs) a command. Right. Um, But I took it for what it was. So we're not like a threat. Yeah, we're not. We're not leaving (laughs) early. Um. Well, the reason I ask about L.A. is because it matters, right? Because I mean, <laughs> the lower part of L.A. to upper L.A. Yeah, that's like an hour yeah, with traffic. Yeah, it's every time we go there. It's uh, it's you know what it is. It's it's not even the the, the length of the drive. like if it was two and a half hours or three hours every single time. Yeah. Then mentally, I could prepare myself for it. Right. I think the issue is more that it's so unpredictable, right? Yeah. So with no traffic, it would take about I would say two hours mm-hmm. with traffic. It could be two hours, three hours, three and a half hours. The longest it's ever taken is four hours. I, I went to Magic Mountain one time. It took me four hours to get there and I was livid. Yeah. It's 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 bad. And you know, and, and, and just like I mean, everyone complains about the same thing, right? Like you'll be stuck in traffic, it's slow, slow, you know, not moving, and then out of nowhere it just like clears up and yep. you have no idea, you know, you don't see an accident, you don't see anything. Yeah. You know, like one time, this was like decades ago, uh, I was driving in Southern California and traffic got really, really bad, like so bad that, that, you know, it was just like standstill could, could be standstill for like, I don't know, half an hour. People are actually literally getting out of their cars on the freeway just to see like what's going on, Mm -hmm. you know? And so ultimately what we found out is that there was, I think some kind of accident or something, but a helicopter landed on the highway to, you know, airlift someone. Yeah. So when you see that, then you think, okay, it's worth it. Right. right? But if you are just, it just clears up and you can just start going, that's, load of craps one time i was leaving jaywalk actually Uh (laughs) uh-huh go on my restaurant yes uh and by the way uh jaywalk the episode about jaywalk is ranked the lowest out of all of our episodes which um I'm going to take (laughs) it personally. (laughs) I take it personally. But anyways, listeners, go listen to the Jaywalk episode. So one time I was leaving Jaywalk, and I I was living in City Heights, and I had hot food, and I was going to have dinner with the wife, and I got stuck on the 15 because some protesters made their way onto the freeway, and I was not fucking happy. And he wasn't happy because they were protesting something that he Feels very shit. I don't, give a shit. I don't care. I don't care what it is. You're protesting high prices of gas, dead people. I don't care what it is. You're in the way of me sitting down with my family and eating dinner. Don't protest. Don't protest. Don't not, do it on the freeway. Come on. Protest don't somewhere protest else. Don't protest on the freeway that, that Preston drives on or in his city. At, at all on the freeway. Do not, if you have a sign in your hand, do not get on the freeway. Gotcha. Period. Gotcha. I think that's like, that's. Like something we can all get behind. It's like, like it's it's like the thirteenth commandment. I think. I think so. I mean, look, look, food, hot food getting cold in my car is trivial. But if you got somebody who's like, uh, you know, my kid's choking and I need to go to the hospital, like, that's a problem, right? Can we at least agree on that? Like, let's not. <laughs> we can agree on that. On the freeway. Uh, can we also agree that it's not the responsibility of protesters to anticipate every situation oh, that might I, come up, like choking kids? <laughs> I'm just Jeez. look. Uh, in, in my opinion, if you know you're on the way to the hospital for some extreme reason, and some protest on the freeway, like I'm running through them, I'll deal with it later. Sorry, guys. Uh, again, I, I don't even have to say anything anymore. Like listeners, you just you hear the things that come out of Preston's mouth, and you can formulate your own opinions. Only God can judge me. <clears throat> <laughs> so, oh, as as an aside, so Preston was talking about hot food, and he and I were talking earlier while we were eating. About, I asked him what's worse, overcooked, hard fries, right. or undercooked, soggy fries. I'll put this poll in the in the podcast yeah, in the Spotify podcast. By okay, the way. okay, good, good. And and so what I was telling him is that whenever I get uh you know drive through food right from like like Chick fil A yeah. or like any other like fast food joint, when I'm going home, I will not only close the bag but keep my my hand on the bag, keeping it closed so that no air can get in there all the way home because I can't stand to not eat hot food. <laughs> and then immediately Preston said, so you basically go home with soggy, soggy fries. <laughs> and I said, yes, but I am totally willing to sacrifice the the fries so that I can have hot food. But since I have got married, mm-hmm. my wife, Steph, love her to death, she is so particular about her fries being crispy. Um, that now i have to drive home with <laughs> with the, bag, the open. bag open so it doesn't steam which really really irks me but see my my counter to that was <clears throat> is that if you're going to travel with fries you're just going to have to accept that they're not going to be crispy that's just the price that you pay traveling with fries. And 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 she she'll accept that. She'll accept that that is not restaurant fresh fries. But you need a good but, faith effort. But, but but she will not let me drive home with the clothes bag anymore. <laughs> right. So anyways, in our household you'll not not get these these wilted soggy fries anymore. You'll get you'll get semi crispy fries and cold cold food. burgers. Yeah, that's the worst. Um. So <laughs> moving on from our cold food to talking about Thanksgiving what like we what am i doing for thanksgiving well well, well <laughs> so so President, and i had actually started this episode and we had to we had to stop it and re-record again because we were talking about thanksgiving but just kind of getting bogged down with like the logistics of like oh how do you actually spend thanksgiving i was in the weeds <laughs> he was he was always telling us about every relative that he was gonna meet up with first and, and last, name. and what were the what were the different configurations yeah. of people that were gonna be at the table and it was a journey we he, didn't want to, continue yeah, on. yeah, I could just see it like going out forty five minutes and then it would be my turn to talk about it, so okay. anyways, we're gonna talk about Thanksgiving, but I was gonna say maybe we could start by kind of talking about like what Thanksgiving the holiday evokes from us or what kind of memories does it bring up or you know, feelings do we have? Because I think we started this whole thing because you know Preston and I will will kind of decide, you know we'll we'll I guess we ask each other what do we want to, you know have the episode about and and Preston, you know sometimes comes up with things, sometimes I come up with things. And today Preston was like, well, let's talk about Thanksgiving. And so I immediately was sort of like, mm, it could go one way or another. You know, it could it could be something with some entertaining anecdotes, or it could be something where it's like just two friends, you know, reciting all the things that they that they go through when it comes to Thanksgiving. But Preston was saying that he has some feelings about it, so I think we should start with that. You kind of set me up there with the feelings. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> I, mean, I had some thoughts. <laughs> but, right. Well, but okay, no, no, so, let's let's label it feelings it sounds more exciting. Right. Like feelings. the listeners are like they're at the edge of their seat right now. They're waiting to hear about these feelings. <laughs> when I think of Thanksgiving, so I, uh, we had a bunch of trees in the front of my parents' house and you know, obviously being fall, they would fall and so it was And my dad we were kind of on this little hill and my dad had a rope swing and I distinctly remember um, my mom in the kitchen cooking as a kid. My dad is in the garage or watching football or doing whatever the hell he did, and I was just like enjoying this like rope swing in my front yard, waiting for dinner. And I could smell it coming out of the kitchen, and um, you know, it was like it was kind of cool out, but it was you know kind of warm, and I don't know, it was just a, it was a very cool like anticipation to a delicious meal you know being a kid it was like mashed potatoes and gravy was everything to me um, and so that that was what i was looking forward to and my mom my mom is a, a host of hosts um, she's a socialite and so you know and she was always like you know whoever uh, is single or whatever at church it was like they're getting invited to thanksgiving and so we we never had less than like a dozen people, non-family members at Thanksgiving, um, and then include like like my dad's family too. Wait, so, wait. Like. so so a dozen people total or a dozen people that were non-family members in addition to your family? Well, so a dozen people total and probably like a handful, like five or six like people from church. Okay. I was guaranteed it was going to be there. And so- um, it was always like a, a grand thing with multiple uh, courses, and us being Italian, like you know, my mom also had um, uh, manicotti, and you know all this other Italian. What's stuff. People call it manicotti. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> why people if, if you just said managotti i would know exactly <laughs> what you're talking <laughs> about uh, <laughs> shit, my mom was never wow. a fan of uh lasagna but managotti she liked okay so uh anyway so yeah it was thanksgiving to me when i think about it i just remember my childhood uh, shitload of people around the table me on the rope swing and fall um you know that's it how about you? Any um, <coughs> well, memories that it invokes? <laughs> well, a few things. This is Thanksgiving aside, so the first thing is you're talking about uh, remembering that your dad was watching football, right? Right. And so coming from my Chinese family, I, so to this day, I'm not into sports. I don't watch football, baseball, nothing. Neither I played not I. played tennis in high school. Yeah. Um, so that's the only sport I ever watched. So anyway, so my family, none of us were into sports at all, watching sports especially. And so I remember one year, my dad came to us and he basically said it was it was Super Bowl Sunday. And he said, you know, uh I don't know what all this this football Super Bowl that thing is, but you know, I think that you know, we're American. We're we live in America now and it's such a big deal. Like we should all sit down, we should watch it. And so he awesome. let like, us all sit down and and watch the Super Bowl. And no, none of us, none of us knew how the game was played. Right. I mean, I I mean to this day, yeah. I don't really know all of the uh, kind of the mechanics of how everything works. I mean, I kind of, I know roughly, you know, what the game is about, but I right. don't know all the nuances. Right. Um, but anyways, I just remember, you know, so it's like football is such a big deal for like so many American families, especially when it comes to holidays yeah. and whatnot. And for our family is like one time. So this is only one time in my whole life yeah. that we sat down to watch it. And um and yeah, so that's that's my family with football. What did you guys try to like figure out? Did no, you, did you no, watch the whole no, game? No, no, we yeah, we watched the whole game. We just sat no, there, shit. like not like. I mean, again, kind of knowing what's going on, yeah. but not really like you know, it's not interesting if you don't know the the little the the little sort of like micro strategies of like why should, something uh, is happening. You have know? you asked your brother or sister if they remember that at all? Uh, my brother remembers. Yeah. He thinks it's hilarious. So, <laughs> so and My funny. sister wasn't born yet okay. at that time. But so that's one thing. And then the second thing that that, that brought to mind when you were talking about different foods is you know, how you're saying you love mashed potatoes. Yeah, And it, I don't think it was until I was maybe 10 mm-hmm. or 12 years old that I realized that mashed potatoes were actually – Real potatoes that you had to mash. Right, I thought they were the flakes that came out of the oh god, dude. (laughs) Yes. See, but see the thing is, so you just groaned when I said that. But you are the same person who wants me to eat hash browns out of a box, right? But it's a real potato. It's a real. It's the the mashed mashed potatoes are real potatoes too. Flakes. They're flakes, but they're still mat. They're still potatoes. All right. I mean, I'm going to say no. And <laughs> yes. I I would have to see an ingredient list on the uh, potato flake box. Well, so anyways, I loved mashed potatoes. <laughs> okay. And then I and then I forgot what happened that I realized, oh, maybe I went somewhere and I had it and I was like, well, These are kind of they're different than the ones I had." A Why are these the so ones. authentically yeah, like tasting? Like they like they they have chunks in them. It's so oh, odd. It's so good. So anyways, those are those are some of the things that popped up when you're saying so not exactly Thanksgiving related, right. but um did that blow your mind? The mashed potato fan? Yeah, oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. So I mean and I'm a huge potato fan. What's so your favorite uh potato? Part, no, what's your, <laughs> what's your favorite potato. Okay. You know, red potatoes can just screw right off. I was I gonna hate say, red I was potato. gonna say Mr. Potato Head, but oh, you know. Yeah, that's a good one. He's a good one. What is your favorite <clears throat> uh, well, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Um so the traditional ones that my mom would make would be stuffing. Uh, she made green green beans, like um, okay, yeah. like green beans with like you know like the little fried onions and stuff on top. Mm, green casserole, yeah, yeah. That's um, good. and mashed potatoes that my mom used to make, but then now my brother makes it every year. Um, nice with real potatoes. <laughs> yes, with okay. real potatoes. Uh, shockingly, so so. Anyways, my favorite side out of all of them. Would probably be cranberry sauce. I do like cranberry sauce. <laughs> I do like cranberry sauce. I didn't like it when I was a kid. I used to. Th- I think I didn't it was either. like so kind of gross, you know. I just wanted gravy with my turkey, right? But anyways, um, I think my favorite side probably is stuffing. Yeah, but but this is the thing. My mom, she just makes like Stouffer's stuffing. She doesn't uh-huh. make stuffing from scratch. Yeah, but my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, she makes stuffing with like. So it's from scratch and yeah. it has, I think it has oysters in it or something. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? It's really good. It's really, really good. So so again, I don't think my mom is ever going to hear this, listen, listen to this podcast. <laughs> but so my mom is probably the best, she calls it the best short order cook. I would just say she's the best food assembler warmer upper oh, okay okay know, out there um you know my mom she was a she was a physician right so oh. she so she was a doctor like her whole life and so you know she wasn't at home all the time to like you know just make all the the meals fresh and whatnot and a lot of times we had like a live-in like nanny mm-hmm. you know housekeeper slash cook slash you know everything yeah I had that too so anyway no, I didn't. so anyways we uh, so she didn't really cook that much and then the complete polar opposite of that would be Steph's mom, right. who like is—I mean, she also worked. She, you know, she right. ran like a um a preschool, I think. Actually, like ran her own school for a little while. But anyways, she, I mean, she cooks everything. Everything is from scratch, right? Mm. And so she's Filipino, and so mm. obviously all the Filipino dishes, but just all the American dishes too. You know, she cooks yeah. it from scratch. And um, I mean, but then again, she's like a domestic goddess because she's like, she's the one who would like iron all, everyone in the family iron all their t-shirts. T-shirts, okay? That bothers me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you like wrinkled t-shirts? No, I just, I don't, it's like, you don't need to iron now. Just <laughs> Which, pull them out, hang them when they're hot. By the way, so we've, I think we found this on, either Steph got it on TikTok or Instagram or something, but you basically, if you want a, an article of clothing to be, not perfect but semi like sort of wrinkle free uh-huh. you take that that article of clothing throw it in the dryer with an ice cube and then run it and then <laughs> that takes care of it and it, and we've tried it and it works it's like it probably irons out the stuff like or steams it out maybe 60 or 70% so i've been doing a version of that since I was a kid, licking it with your tongue, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. I wipe my armpits with it, you know, so trying to break it back in, so it has no wrinkles, but that's it right. stinks, <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, I sp- I would spray it with a uh, a uh, uh, water bottle, yeah, but no, like a spray bottle, no, but you do that, but you have to, but so people do do that, but but you have to shake it out, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't Presta, know. I would just does, <laughs> does the, the first 50%. I mean, I would hold it up. I would spray but it front back cr- and throw it in there. <laughs> but the critical 50% he <laughs> doesn't do. No, no, no. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Yours is Okay, so you're just spraying and putting it back in the dryer. Right. No, no, no. I'm talking about you just spray it and yeah. then shake it,
1: uh-huh.
0: not putting it in the dryer, and it takes it out. Okay. So, I mean, like I was doing like a modified version of yours. I would spray it both sides and I'd throw it back in the dryer. You're saying just throw it with, with an the ice cube? Yeah, no, but there's something just like... So uh, this is another trick I, I learned with ice cubes. So you know, if you have rice, right? How many tricks do you have with ice cubes? I'm, I'm afraid to ask. Apparently, ice cubes are very, very useful. <laughs> okay. um, but so uh, you know, rice, right? After you, after you've <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> you have rice. And I know a lot about rice. <laughs> For sure, I know a lot about rice. But if you want to warm up your rice that is okay. that comes from the fridge, right, you have to make sure that it is going to be soft, right? Because yeah. if you warm it up straight, the microwave is going to be hard. So usually I, what I used to do is just take like a paper towel and then you know wet it and then put it on top of it. Yeah. it completely cover it, it comes out, and it's going to be soft. But I guess another way, and this also works equally well, is take an ice cube, yeah. just put it on top of the whole mound of rice, and magically – it becomes out soft. So, so, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> same coin, other side. I would do the exact same thing, but I would put just a smidgen of water in there and then cover it with a lid, <laughs> throw it in the microwave, so See, and it you're, comes you're, out. You're, you're so stubborn. Like... <laughs> I'm if stumbling. I say ice, you have to do I'm, water. Yeah, but I've been doing this for like twenty five years. You just learned this what a couple years ago. Yeah, but mine works. <laughs> so does mine, mine. Work. I want to taste your rice because I can't imagine. Oh, your you're going to taste the... my rice, buddy. I'll tell you what. Oh, you're going to. If that's the last thing you do, you're going to taste my rice. You taste my rice. That's great. Oh man, we should make so, a T-shirt. <laughs> taste my rice. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh man, um, that's a good one uh yeah. thanksgiving thanksgiving oh, yeah. All right. back to thanksgiving so, lighter dark meat uh dark yeah of course yeah, okay come on come what on do you, so what do you uh do you typically have leftovers yes you take them home because you know yes okay. so when i was a kid my mom made two things with the turkey right okay. one was you know the typical turkey sandwiches right, right, right which were right. so good right i yeah. loved it and then the for second the first thing, like three days, and then it's like, yeah, jeez, <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Well, the other thing, uh, so the other thing is a Chinese um, dish. So I'm trying to think what the what the American, American name, is. yeah what the American name is for it, or what you would. I mean, but you know, you're with Julie, so you should kind of know. You, have you ever had that like watery rice? No. Oh, so there's a there's a dish basically that you take cooked rice and then you you put in some water and it gets kind of like i don't know, a little bit kind of soggy and soft. Like porridge. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually porridge, yeah. That's the that's the word they use for it. Um so I mean like if you go to a Chinese restaurant and they have an Americanized menu that they give to white people, Uh then it says porridge. It says porridge. (laughs) It literally says porridge, right? right. Bryce porridge, right? So anyway, so it's really famous to use turkey to make rice porridge. Really? Yeah, like turkey and the bones to make it because the flavor goes yeah. and like, you know, goes throughout the the thing. So, you make a huge pot of it. And, you know, it's not like you're just making one little bowl. Like, you make a right. huge pot of this 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 porridge right. with turkey. So, those are the two things. Um, so, going back to my mom mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> so my mom... I told you she's she you know she I, she calls herself a short order cook. We call her a, a warmer upper. Okay, or or, or right. yeah, it's not a food maker. Microwave or, operator. Yes, yeah. Like like okay. So, I mean, if this says anything, you know, we she lives. You know, she she has a, a pretty big home that she lives in that has not one but two kitchens. Ooh, two kitchens, right? Two I kitchens. mean, one one smaller one, and then one like bigger one. Anyways, the big the big kitchen has like, you know, the fancy uh you know stovetop and the fancy oven and all this stuff. And she just has one of those little plug-in induction tops. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she cooks everything on that with one pot. One pot. Okay. So when I say oh, food wow. warmer upper, yeah, that's 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 kind of what I'm talking about. So anyways, so one year she we, we you know, we we go over there, and she's making the the meal, mm. and she tells us that she found a new recipe Ooh. that she can cook a turkey in two and a half hours. Okay. Okay. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about cooking. But Did you sample this that, turkey? But that, but that seemed yeah. really odd to me. So, I'm there. My brother's there. My cousins are there. My yeah. uncles are there. And my mom tells us this, and we're just like, well, you know what I mean? What are we going to say? We're sure. going to tell her that she can't try that? Yeah so she cooks it and we all sit down she brings it out and uh and she says well you know it, lo- it looks good i think it worked and then she cuts into it and it's all pink ugh. all pink ugh. inside with like a little bit of blood yeah and you, you would think at that point you would just you would just kind of cut your losses and and take take the the retreat back to the kitchen mm-hmm. take your turkey back and then Maybe put it back in the oven don't and make people tell me wait. She ate this thing, so she cut the pieces and Go then, like, on. we're putting on people's plates. And, and you know, I think she was just trying to like make the best of it. You don't think she was ignorant of the fact? That oh no, this no, was no, wrong? no, no. Well, it's raw. <laughs> What's that from? Doing <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Oh, okay. it's raw. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what the funny thing about Gordon Ramsay is that I've never watched any of those Hell's Kitchen or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. The only one I've watched is uh, the little like kid chefs. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I think I get like the watered down friendly version, yeah, nice version yeah. of him on there, you know, because he'll never say anything He's super harsh. He's a very harsh. sweet guy with the kids. Yeah. 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 So I've never seen that. Year. <laughs> it's raw. <wrong. laughs> I've never seen that. I've, I've seen uh oh, this could you know you might want to try a little bit different next time right <laughs> you know anyways see you how about some salt <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyways yeah so so she did hand out that that raw turkey and and, uh, and uh, no one really wanted to eat it it was oh. it was not one of our better thanksgivings so yeah. this is what you think of when you think of Thanksgiving as- well what I think of what I think of is uh the same dishes that I just kinda of described to you, right? So mm-hmm. so I guess that's that's one thing that kinda comes to mind. Um it's about so I'm gonna say something about Thanksgiving, but it's just kind of like an observation that I had like in my own family life now, right? So when I think about Thanksgiving, I can name all the dishes that we have, right? Um, traditionally. Um <clears throat> and so what I've realized about realized about myself is that traditions are really, really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um to have the same things year after year, to do things the same way. Like, for example, when I was growing up, like, you know, we didn't do uh, real Christmas, like live Christmas trees. We had this, like, you know, fake Christmas tree that was, like, what do they call it? Flocked, right? The ones that have the fake snow on it. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, so it was like a tradition Mm -hmm. when we would put up that Christmas tree. And so, you know, it was always the same Christmas tree, the same ornaments, the same, you know, Christmas lights outside, you know, whatnot. And so I, I really find comfort in that. And yeah. so now with Steph and we're trying to create our own traditions, I think that Steph is, is trying to figure out like how she wants to curate like our, our decor and things like that for Christmas. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of, you know, changed, you know, year after year. And so we have some constants, but a lot of them change, you know, and sometimes she's like, Oh, I want this kind of a tree and I want that kind of a tree and, and it changes. And so I told her, you know, one day I just finally said to her, I was like, just like, you know, like whatever you want, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, it. I, I don't really have opinions about that. And Steph just has, to it. she has a good eye for it. Right? right. But I just said that traditions are important to me and, and even more important than, than for me is that I want the kids to grow up, you know, knowing that every year they're opening up the same Christmas tree to put up the same ornaments, the same, whatever. So, uh, so I guess that's kind of a side note, but that's, that's something that I've learned about myself is that these traditions you know, and the memories that they create are the things that are that I cherish the most about mm-hmm. holidays, whether or not it's Thanksgiving or Christmas. And so, it's something that I had talked to Steph about is that you know, again, I, th- I you know, and I, just, I don't falter for it. I think that she's just trying to figure out because I think that she realizes how much importance I put on yeah, it, as, yeah. and she does as well. That I think she wants to make sure that it's the right one. You right. know, and she doesn't want to regret it. You know, um, and so I think that our plan, you know, moving forward is just the ones that we agree on. Let's just keep them. Right mm-hmm. And then the ones that are still in flux, that's fine. We'll figure it out. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going through some growing pains, I think, with tradition. My for the last oh, I don't know 18 years, 18 years. Um, holidays have always been kind of a, a toss-up on what's, what's going on because of my my oldest daughter. Mm, okay. Um, and you know, for a long, long time we were splitting custody, you know, of course we still put, split custody. Um, but you know, holidays was always like, you know, one year you get her this year, one year you get her that year. And it's like, and so everything has always had to be very fluid with us. Yeah. Um, because there's like, you know, like travel to and from is like an hour. And so it's like, and then her mom was always like super inconsistent about um pick up times drop off times and and so haven't really like had any like really consistent um traditional thanksgivings or christmases in years and years um which i i don't know that's just kind of normal for me i guess but Also, probably a contributor to some anxiety, just because I and I'm not really sure, you know, how it's going to go. I don't have anything to kind of like bank on, or you know, this is how it was last year. Um, But keeping with the tradition thing too, you know, like I said, when I was a kid, it was everything was very traditional. You know, Thanksgiving always kind of started and ended the same way, Christmas same way, Um, and. Ever since, you know, I've been with Julie for 13 years, going on 14 years pretty soon. And it's been kind of like we've been wanting to kind of do our own Thanksgiving-type stuff and not, like, going to my family's house, not going to her family's house, but, like, making our own Thanksgiving. And, um, and so we've been doing, like, the second Thanksgiving you know, mm-hmm. Which is what we're doing this year again. So, um, tomorrow we're going to my mom's, and then Saturday we're doing a second Thanksgiving at our house. So, it's us, our kids, um, and then possibly a couple of our friends. You know, so I guess I have some thoughts about that because, <clears throat> again, you know, going back to like my marriage and having kids and trying to figure out how exactly I want family life to be. Mm-hmm. So, Steph is very uh, family centric in terms of like just our family meaning right. you know, our nuclear family right just me her and the three kids um, she focuses a lot about on that and i think that even her parents my parents you know relatives and whatnot it's the, it's very secondary to her yeah whereas for me i feel like family is one big unit right yeah. um and of course it's fluid in the sense that you know some members are closer at, at certain times i mean could be physically could be you know just you know how much in touch you are with them or whatnot but and and anyway, so <clears throat> i think that for me you know seeing my family seeing her family like all those things are very important to me mm. but for steph i think it's not as much a priority it's not to say that she doesn't want to see them but she always chooses our nuclear family over, over you know the extended family, right. and um, so that's something that that she and I have have sometimes butt heads on because I think that she thinks I put too much importance on it. I think she doesn't put enough importance on it. Mm. She thinks that I don't prioritize our our family as much as you know the extended family, and so you know it's just it's just interesting you know kind of hearing about the fact that you. And Julie, you know, have this intention to want to um, carve out, I mm-hmm. think, like your own traditions and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's totally something that I think Steph would would agree with, you know. And for me, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. Like ever since I had kids and had my family, I've been able, I think we talked about this in another episode, like having to do with jaywalk the restaurant and and <clears throat> being more protective of my time so that I could be with my family and, and prioritizing like that relationship over Mm. work and things like that. And I think that I just, uh, I've on one hand, I feel like I have placed a lot of importance on like my family and making sure that I have my own thing with them. But being a parent has also made me maybe Relate to my parents more, yeah, and so that makes me feel more of an obligation to include them in everything, because maybe it's I, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. what they've done. I'm grateful for what they have done for me. And are you, so, are you putting I, yourself in their in their shoes? Right, right. And I guess I yeah. So so I th- I think to myself, okay, well, I feel grateful to them, and I can put myself in their shoes. So how would I feel if, yeah. if I brought up my kids and then once they had their own family, they just kind of like did their own thing, yeah. you know, and kind of left me on the wayside. So honestly, I'm kind of torn with that sometimes. Um, you know, my parents, they literally live three minutes away from me. My brother lives a, a block away from me. Um, so seeing my family is, is very easy. Um, so you would think that because of that ease that, you know, maybe I would see them more often. So therefore you know, holidays would not have to be so critical, but I think it also stems back to the same thing about holidays mean a lot to, to me. And so therefore when I think about how I want to spend my, my holidays, they not only include my family, but it includes my parents and my extended family. So, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm kind of in the same mindset as you when I, when I debate this internally. Um, My dad, you know, he passed a couple years ago. And my dad, (laughs) it's so funny because my dad, my dad's, I'm very much like my dad. You know, my mom, she she had, you know, dozens of people over. And all my dad ever wanted was just dinner with the family. Mm. Because I want all these other people there. He wants a small, quiet thing to just enjoy with the family. And, um... You know, I didn't have any relatives, like extended family that lived nearby. My mom's whole family was on the East Coast. My dad's whole family was like six hours north and everybody's, you know, older. And so my, I take that back. My dad, my my uncle, he had a family who was here in San Diego and and they would would come Thanksgiving and then um, Christmas dinner. Like, so we would switch off. One year would be here, one year would be there. Um, but in the end, we don't get along with them at all anymore. We don't get along with my dad's brother, mm-hmm. his family. So, it, it, in my opinion, it's kind of like what's, what's the point? Um, that all kind of fell apart when my dad died. Um, and so I'm kind of like, you know, my mom. My mom's so funny because my sister is like, this year we're going. Camping or some shit for Thanksgiving, her and her family. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be with my mom. And my mom's like, are you guys coming over? She's like, because I'm making a full meal with with or without you guys. Like, I'll just sit here by myself and have this whole Thanksgiving, you that know. That is a sad, sad Right, picture. which I don't think she would because she's got plenty of church friends and she just takes everybody in, right? Right. You know, but she's like so hell-bent on this family thing. Um, you know, she grew up as the only child, both parents worked, you know, 80 hours a week. And so like, she was kind of like raised by her, um, her aunt and stuff. And so she puts a lot of work into the family unit. When I was a kid, everything was very fa- I mean, We had dinner as a family every night at six o'clock. Um, we did everything as a family, you know? And so I'm kind of like I'm a little torn because it's like I, you know, I want to kind of like carve out my own thing with my own family. And I'm not used to really having like a big dinner with extended family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that seems kind of normal to me, um, not having dinner with grandma, you know what I mean? And so, but at the same time, it's like, this is my mom, my dad's not around, you know, I don't want to leave her high and dry either. Um, But there's the whole like, I know that there's going to be some preaching at dinner with mom, you know, it's we're not living right and this guy that guy and have you seen this in politics. You know what I mean? It's it's not like beat you over the head with it, but it's just like enough to where it's like but that's uh, but that's family. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess the difference is that <laughs> at Thanksgiving you're obligated to show up. You can't you can't make excuses not to be there and I guess the other thing is that you're stuck at this table yeah. where you can't really walk away or it'd be, you know, very frowned upon to, to get up and walk away from. But I mean, honestly to me, I may, again, maybe it's because I have one Asian parents who yeah. will speak their mind no matter when or when or how or why. And then the second thing is my parents, they live so close to me that I, you know, I'm subject to that right. all the time. Right. So right. I think I'm probably, you know, maybe a little bit more immune to it. Right. Um, but in my mind, I just sort of feel like family is family and, you know, they just, they say whatever, whenever, Yeah. but, but in my, well, maybe when it might be, I mean, I don't know what your parents are like with you, but, you know, Asian parents are kind of known stereotypically to just speak their mind. And usually that mind is something that's negative, you know, and sort of uh, critical. And so because they speak that all the time, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. versus you know, versus a Monday right. is no different. It's the same. It's the same. It's so, just shit talking so with Turkey. In the, exactly. Exactly. In that sense, I mean it I don't uh you know, I don't shy away from it because it's it's just like any other day. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, to be to be honest, dude, I don't really look forward to holidays. It's not that I have anything against holidays because if you said you were against holidays, our 13 <laughs> listeners would go down to two. It won't be my wife who's obligated and then yeah, I don't I don't really have anything against holidays. I just I don't know man it's to me it's just, it's literally just another day like it's 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 a few extra days off of work. you know it's, it's well this it's, is this is the thing, okay. The holiday is only special, I think, because of the people. Mm. So it's either special because you're a parent and you want to make it special for your kids. Right. Or it's special because of the people that you are going to see that you don't get to see very often. Mm. And if you don't have those two two elements of people, right, um, then yes, it could just feel like any other day. You know what I mean? I think that I get more excited about Halloween. I'm just Halloween. I got Halloween. You on the do vine. get excited about <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. What do you? I mean, that would be a true statement <laughs> if you actually <laughs> finish your sentence. No, what I, what I think what I get excited about with Christmas and Thanksgiving is Page. Paige getting exactly. excited about that stuff. Right. Right. So that's what makes me happy about it. Well, okay. So prior to prior to Paige coming along who was christmas special for just you and julie like no well so we we both met when we had kids already so right oh yeah had she had, i guess she had devon she was, had was Devin, there all I the had, time right i had riley so I mean, but riley wasn't always there right every 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 christmas, other right yeah i mean it was it was a fucked up schedule i mean i did have her some portion of christmas right like whether it was christmas day or not you know um so yeah i mean but I mean, literally, yeah, without them before I met Julie when I was single and an adult and uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was just another day to me. It was just an extra day off and someday where but I could But you were eat still going, but in. you were still going home, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're saying you would go through the motions of participating in the mm-hmm. holiday, sure. but you're saying inside you didn't actually feel like it was special in Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sitting there with like a, you know, a, a Shitty face and like fuck, I gotta be here. Like I wasn't like that, right? But I'm that saying hating life, right? Right. I'm not. Day. No, no. But okay, so it's it was okay. So it's like another day. I yeah. mean, um, I guess my my thought on that yeah. is that there are people that are very matter of fact. Right. That would be like you. Okay. Right. And then there are people who need to. They seek out things that can make them feel special, right? Like mm. they 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 like they, 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 they like that feeling of something making them feel special, or or they want an excuse for something to be special, right? right. Like for example, I think so. You're probably on one side of the spectrum, very matter of fact. It's kind of like without Paige, you know, and and the whole make you know child's child's excitement about holidays. Mm. You probably would feel like it was kind of like any other day. Then you have on the other other side of the spectrum would be Steph, right? Mm. So staff. She um she thinks birthdays are like the most important thing ever. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like ever. Meaning her birthday, she wants to be treated like a queen. Okay. Every, no, 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 no. But <laughs> every all women no, 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 but everyone else's birthday, she treats them so so well. Okay. Right? Like okay. almost like, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what what analogy I can make for it, but but I mean, from the time that I met her until this day now, all I know is that that her birthday and everyone else's birthday are like the like the biggest thing in the world ever, okay. right? So that there's that, but then there's also just Steph in general. So the reason I asked you about you and and Julie is because Steph made Christmas for us super super special. Okay, you know even before the kids came along because. Holidays are like a big, big deal. I mean, I, I think I told you like we had our Christmas tree up right, on right, November right. 9th. Yeah, we right? talked about it in our last episode. Yeah. So I'm just saying that she loves the specialness. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Specialness? I'll, right. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. That that comes with holidays, and she like revels in it, right? And so, um, I think there are people that again, like you know, you you know, without without some catalyst, yeah, you won't feel that, yeah, Steph. Will make everything about it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I'm kind of like somewhere in between. Like I always feel like a holiday is still special, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't go to the extremes that Steph does. But, but with that said, I love the fact that she's that she's that extreme about it because it makes everything super special for me. But but more importantly, super special for the kids, right? Right? I mean, she does things for the kids, like you know, this that that whole like elf in the shelf, yeah. you know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And so the elf the elf has to do something every day, every day that they come from December first all right. the way until Christmas right. Day, and Steph is like doing these elaborate things with, like you know like the like they're they're having like a like a a snowball fight in the kitchen, and yeah. she's like using flour and like you know just like crazy things but she just she loves it she loves it and you know and 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 the truth is i mean just like every every young kid it's like they enjoy it but then they forget it and they take it for granted and yeah. whatever but i really hope that my kids they look back and they realize that you know like how much effort Steph put into like making their 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 holidays and their birthdays especially i think that's special very, i think that's very cool just you know when you're talking about elf on the shelf here comes the hacking cough Jesus, excuse me, I am alive still. um last time I was over here, your daughter was talking about the elf on the shelf. was she? yeah, she was where was uh, I? you were there? you were sitting there oh okay, and um I had to bite my tongue so bad. I just know that I was <laughs> were you gonna were you gonna like be the person that tells her like Santa Claus is not real yeah. I was, I was, that was one of those intrusive thoughts. I was sent home as a kid because I told one of my friends that Santa wasn't real and his mom got pissed at me and sent me home. You're that person. And so I was, you were that I kid was, that grew into grew up into that person. I was really, I was like, I was listening to what your daughter was saying. I was very excited for her and I was really holding back. Why would you do it? Like, did you do that to your own daughter? Cause you know that's child abuse, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You really? Yeah, yes, yeah. Why would you do that? Tooth fairy's not real. Santa why Claus would you? Is not why real. would you None do that? Re- None of this is real. <laughs> What's the point, asshole? Because we live in reality. Jesus. <laughs> I oh, said, think man. about it. If some giant bunny comes oh, into my house man. in the middle of the night, breaks into my house in the middle of the night, and starts shitting eggs all over the place, you don't think like I would be a bad dad if I didn't like beat the shit out of this bunny? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jesus. So know that I love you and respect you and your kids enough to not ruin this for you. Because <laughs> I was really thinking, like, if I say something and they think that they're real, then I'm going to be an asshole. But did Justin really think? Go along with this elf on the shelf thing. I yes, can't. yes. I'm <laughs> okay. going. First of all, first of all, for practical reasons, right? Because that is something you hold over the kid's head for 24 <laughs> right. days, right? Right, that right. To force them that to be sense. good. That that's the first sense. thing. Okay, so that's like a freebie. Okay. I mean, if anything, it's probably worth definitely going around and making these elaborate <laughs> like setups just so that we can get the kids to like fall in line for okay. a couple weeks. But, man. That's wrong. I know. I know the look look on your face. You look like I just stepped on your cat. So disgusted right (laughs) now. (laughs) Because you know, I'm the one that comes from the perspective of wanting to keep the kids innocent for as long as possible. And then you're telling me that you want to take away these the few the few like you know. uh oh, so man. this is off topic a little bit but but down the course that we're taking here. So it doesn't matter because there, we have no <laughs> listeners after that. After that it's like I can hear the echo 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 The echo. listeners we have are realists, okay. Uh, the realists have nothing left, to do with the ones with, that we have with, left with crushing the dreams of children. You could so, be a realist. On that just topic, don't subject your children to it on that topic. Um oh, is there God. an age or a, a thing where you think you're going to cross the uh Santa's not real. The Easter Bunny doesn't exist. Tooth Fairy's not real. I'm not not going to be the one to go and and burst their bubble. Who are you leaving that up to? Their friends. (laughs) Anything. Anything besides me. You know my dad's friend told him that girls get pregnant when the guy pees in their butt? (laughs) So you're going to leave that up to them? Their friends? Okay. Did I I? I think I told you this maybe in in another episode this came out. Did I tell you that I didn't realize- how like you know sex and all that stuff? How that even worked uh-huh. until I was in maybe sixth grade. Or something when you took like that. sex ed? No, we didn't have sex ed when, at, at my school really? growing up. So I only found out. I actually, I, it's still kind of foggy. Like it's still who, foggy to you? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> who told me? <laughs> but I literally thought that people that God just chose certain women mm. to get pregnant. And right. that's why, and that fell, fell right in line with like everything, that I, everything that I saw on TV where it's like the woman would always be act so surprised when she was pregnant. Go, oh God, She's I'm like, surprised. Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm pregnant. You know, what? like, like, I mean, these days I'll be like, well, yeah, you have that much sex, like you're going to get pregnant. So, yeah. you know, but anyway, so I, I didn't know until then. And, and I remember like someone telling me and, and of course it was like one of my friends was like, what? Like you don't, you don't know that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think he, he, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I'm sure he laid it out for me, right? Did he show you? Uh Hopefully not. <laughs> Wasn't that good of a friend. God's up there like Oprah, <laughs> you get a baby, and you exactly, get a baby. Exactly, that's, I mean, literally just like zapped it, you know, like, <laughs> sent like a little lightning bolt down. Um, anyways, Anyway, so funny. Anyway, so, okay, so we've established that traditions are important to me, that, you know, in certain ways, you can be a shitty dad. I, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, No, okay. Now I do get a little bit of um, (laughs) self-loathing after you you listen to this episode. When you listen back on it, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you redeem yourself by coming back and telling me like I should not like. Thank God I didn't say anything to Charlotte. Never. But I should never have told Paige that. No, never. never. Oh my God! Christmas. I get a little bit uh, not, not excited, but I get a little bit in the the mood for Christmas, Kitty. Um, when I start hearing, um, Michael Bublé, no, Frank Sinatra, Michael <laughs> so Bublé, that's like the, the new Michael Bublé. Yeah, I guess. he's like the new Frank Sinatra. Yeah. When I start hearing Sinatra sing Christmas songs, I get a little like, all right, it's getting Christmas. And then, um, oh, you were scratching your arm, but I thought you were going to say, like, it's like I get a little tingly. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, oh, and then geez. we drive down to, uh, like Hotel Del Coronado. Yeah, and I gets do it all. so yeah, yeah, fancy. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I do, but but honestly, like 95% of Christmas to me is just like open your fucking wallet and spend a shit ton of money. And Yeah. I just, I don't, no amount of spirit is going to cover that up. You have to spend money during Christmas time no matter what, why? whether or not you have kids because you just, buy gifts. Why can't it just be about family? Because you, because stuff. it's a, gifts is a big part of Christmas. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, so so so, listeners. Yeah, you'd probably be surprised to hear this, but I've never actually met Paige. Um, yeah. Now I'm a little concerned about <laughs> about what things I need to. I need. She's gonna to, tell I mean, you some. <laughs> she's gonna meet you and she's gonna tell you some hard <laughs> truth, Justin. <laughs> she's gonna she'll be like, okay, okay, like Uncle Justin. I know that you are 50 years old, um, but I just need to let you know that santa claus is not real right yeah <laughs> oh geez okay so you were talking about all of our kids hanging out mm, i don't know about that especially just, not during the holidays i was literally just thinking about not that. during like, the holidays oh, Jesus. no no I no, wonder no, if Paige no, is no, no 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 dreams. no no yeah, because this is the thing is that i'm sure that Paige has been raised <laughs> to also be a realist quote-unquote realist dream crusher, dream crusher. <laughs> realist dream crusher yeah no, when she loses good. a tooth, I just hand her five bucks. Here you go. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> uh, just the other just the other day, um, Charlotte lost like her fifth tooth or something. Nice, and uh, and so she had so she had her tooth. I, I, she gave it to me. I put it on the on the counter, and then when it was time for her to put it into like the little container that she has for the tooth fairy, yeah. she um, she couldn't find her tooth. And she was so distraught about it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're trying to literally needle in a haystack trying to find this tooth. And anyway, so it, the thought crossed my mind. Like, I was like, oh, she's so sad. Like, I'm just going to tell her that, you know, like, it's fine. Like, the tooth fairy is going to come no matter what. But I was like, no. Like, you know, like, she needs to know the hard truth. Oh, yeah. Who's the okay, dick my, now? My, no. The hard truth. So my hard truth was not that the Tooth Fairy doesn't exist. My hard truth was the Tooth Fairy will not come if you don't have a tooth inside the container because I thought it might motivate her to try harder. Um, And lo and behold, 20 minutes later, she found the tooth mm. and the Tooth Fairy did sneak into her room after she'd fallen asleep and gave her five bucks. Got it. it. Yeah. I remember getting a quarter when I was a kid. I don't even think I got anything. No, it's 5 bucks. I don't think I got anything. So, I I think the tooth fairy even wrote page a couple IOUs. I thought you said that she was raised not to not to well, believe in well, the tooth not, fairy. Not at like two Oh, you were whispering none. it in her ear when she was a baby. The tooth fairy. There's is no not tooth real. fairy. It's all me. And if you hear about that <laughs> fat guy in the red suit, he's also fake. That's true too. <laughs> I think she was uh I don't know, six maybe when I told her uh, why no do you have to be the one to tell her? Why? Because I can't. Because I, I don't like jeez. Daddy, we don't have a chimney. How does Santa get into the apartment? <sighs> oh my God. Explain Santa that. Santa doesn't have to go down a chimney. He's basically a little like spirit that like can go through things. <laughs> God. Uh I knew there's like I don't there's have time when for you that. said you want to talk about Thanksgiving, <laughs> I there's like a part of me in the back of my head that was just like you know a little bit of hesitation and <laughs> what i didn't i didn't i didn't know what what it would be and then now now i know now i know right humbug! Oh, <laughs> please tell me it's time like is, is this episode over yes actually it is or uh, 1 hour and 4 minutes oh, in god so, um <clears throat> i wish we had cut this 15 minutes ago before i, I don't know man. i think up. this is our, our best shit yet <laughs> last episode we pure evil <laughs> pure evil last episode we were by the way she has a she has her own pod uh, Spotify subscription and she has our podcast on here so i'm I'm curious if she's gonna start listening and then she's gonna hear her dad say shit I'm totally fine with it oh. being the realist that you yeah. are um at the end of our last episode we were talking about eating. And, re, you know, reviewing the food as we eat. Well, we showed up today to to record our podcast in this cool little library that we normally do. And someone from the community was in here using it, reading in the dark. Reading in the dark, which was creepy. We walked in <laughs> thinking that for sure no one was here. And then we hear- All the some, lights were off. Yeah, all the lights were off. And we heard this like sound coming from like one of the room, the room we recorded. And we walk over there and this woman's just sitting there like on her phone reading in the dark yeah it's really odd really weird so we went outside ate our food she left we came in here and set up so um the food was freaking delicious (laughs) (laughs) we went we i so we had was it the last time that we had chris chris's liquor liquor store i'm I'm sure like the last three times was no 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 two we've only had it twice Oh really? Yeah, because now I'm like I'm like etching into my memory because I love the place so much. Okay, okay. So, anyways, we we both love this sandwich called the Heartbreaker from Chris's Liquor. Yep, and uh, and it's it's. I mean, I've had a lot, a lot of sandwiches in my life, and this one has like zoomed up the list all the way to like probably the top three. I mean, this. So this is I'm going from memory: roast beef, turkey, yes, bacon, yes. Horseradish sauce, yes. yes. Uh, mayo. Oh, shit! Ton of avocado. Mmm. On, okay. uh, and then a, a herb encrusted mozzarella.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that? It's, oh. Yeah.
0: It's you can taste it, right? The herb mozzarella. <sighs> I don't know. It's just like Nirvana. In my this is all Boar's Head, by the way. It's 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 all done <laughs> up in Boar's Head. The whole deli is Boar's Head. <sighs> so on uh, toasted damn. sourdough. Good. I get it on wheat because I love sourdough, but it gives me indigestion. Everything gives. Everything gives them indigestion. Everything, literally everything does. I mean, he was just he was pissed because they forgot to take out or because he didn't he didn't read the list carefully enough, and it had tomatoes and, and onions. onions in it, and he was going off about how yeah. tomatoes and onions cause so much indigestion yeah. issues. For I him, picked so. them out. I picked them out like a shitty little kid. Yeah, and he was saying who's livid about but, it. Livid. But the sandwich was delicious. It. We both got it. Yes. And then you got the Havarti Party. Havarti Party. party. That one, that's a good one, too. I mean, not as good as the Heartbreaker, but still better than 70% of the sandwiches out there. That's like a uh, roast beef. It's like So I was watching them make it. It's like an open sandwich, open-faced sandwich, both sides. It has roast beef on it and Havarti, melted Havarti. I don't know what, common, what condiments they put on there. I mm, can't but, remember. Uh, and then they mash them both together, so... So good. That's good. Um, I mean, okay. So, so listeners, the point of us going through these food reviews is not just for us to describe to you, obviously how much we enjoy those, mm-hmm. those like 20 minutes of our life. Um, it's mainly so that you guys know that we have done the legwork to find the best places. Like you need to go to this Chris's liquor. And I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, Preston's picked it up every time. So I don't even know what this place looks like, but it is fantastic. Yeah, it's on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and something. It's right when you come into OB off the freeway. On the left-hand side, it's a little tiny-ass liquor store, but you can't miss it. It's on the left. It says Chris's Liquor on the side. Little tiny deli. They have a, a pretty good-sized menu, at least 20-something sandwiches. And um and it's delicious. They're fast. The food is good. Um, Go give it a try. Definitely give it a try you have you have to if you come if you come to San Diego and you like sandwiches or love sandwiches like me you have to go to this place and and they're reasonably priced too i mean they're all under 13 bucks and they're running this special in november and we're not getting paid for this or anything no 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 <clears throat> but they're running this special in november um, for 10 bucks for a sandwich that's before insane seven. that's insane when a big mac these days costs like 7 or 8 dollars or something like yeah. that i mean yeah the sandwich uh, so good. It's a no-brainer. It's it's clean, meaning it's not greasy. It's, it's you know, clean. it's it's, yeah. c- it's clean yeah. Preston has really. I got <laughs> low really standards. really low standards, so oh, <laughs> just bear <geez>. with me. <laughs> all right, all right, we're way way past now, so let's just say uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. it's so the yeah, by the t- t- time you hear this episode, it, it'll probably be after Thanksgiving. But anyways, hope you guys all have a great holiday.